0: From API, this is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day.
1: Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. Peter Robertson, Vice Chairman of the Board at Chevron, recently testified before Congress on energy security, renewables, and rising energy prices. And Mr. Robertson is in the studio today to discuss these issues. Welcome, Mr. Robertson. Good to be here. Glad to have you here. Well, let's start at the beginning on this particular podcast. Let's start with the increased costs for energy. What is pushing oil prices higher today?
0: Yeah, you know everybody's everybody's feeling the pain of a hundred dollar oil, and not just at the pump, but really everything that uh, that is everything we buy almost is impacted by the cost of energy. So people are concerned. You know the, the 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 world oil demand is is growing at a tremendous rate, and and uh, it, there's millions of people, in fact billions of people in the world that are that are attempting to get out of poverty and whose standards of living are rising and who want what we have, and who are demanding energy, and so. The 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 rate at which the demand for energy is growing is outstripping the ability of the supply system to to handle it, and, and at a certain point, any disruption or any perceived threat of disruption causes a spike in the price. So it's really a sort of demand-led uh, boom here.
1: So what is Chevron doing to address the situation?
0: Well, we're doing a whole lot of things. We're doing on the one hand, we're doing uh, investing uh, a lot of money to increase supply. And on the other hand, we're we're trying to come up with energy efficiency solutions and renewable fuels. So we're working on all aspects of the problem. But the biggest single thing we're doing, and over the last six years, we've invested about $73 billion in new energy projects, which is more than we've earned. And uh, this year we'll probably spend another twenty three billion dollars, uh, including two point three million dollars in the United States, on refining and marketing activities. So we continue to add gasoline capacity to the capability of the United States. We continue to add oil and gas to the world's energy system. And in addition to that, on the renewable fuel side we're uh, we're the largest producer in the world of geothermal energy, which is a you know which is a very significant business for us. We're we're spending uh, between 2007-2009, really over the next couple of years, $2.5 billion on alternatives and renewables and energy efficiency services. And we've formed a lot of partnerships, several partnerships, one of which I'd like to describe here with Wirehizer Corporation, where, you know, Wirehizer Corporation, they know plants, they know trees, they know timber ground, we know fuels, they know the chemistry of that part, we know the chemistry of our part, and together I think we can put together a combination that will enable us to figure out how to turn Lignin and cellulose into uh, energy, so we, we, we got uh, partnerships, and the last thing I'd mention on the uh, on the energy efficiency side is we have a company called Chevron Energy Solutions that is in business to help people save energy and they've done over the last few years about 800 projects. These are not Chevron projects, they are outside with the public agencies and, and uh, big inst- installations. They've done about 800 projects over the last few years, and they've reduced emissions and saved energy and operational costs by about 30%. So we're, try- we're generating new energy, we're working on renewables, and we're really working hard on efficiency methodology.
1: Speaking of renewables, what's the appropriate role for renewables as part of an overall energy mix?
0: Well, you know, we, what we really need here is more of almost every kind of energy. We need all the energy we can produce. We need the oil and gas, but we also need biofuels. We need nuclear energy. We need solar energy. We need geothermal energy. All of these things that can be that can be brought to the market at some kind of reasonable cost, the, the world needs. So in addition to becoming much more energy efficient, we need all these, all these fuels, and renewables is an important component of it, but it's only a component, and the reality is that, If we can get to 10 percent of the world's fuel as renewables over the next, uh, you know, in the next uh, 10 or 15 years, we'll be doing very well.
1: Is there a document or perhaps a guide that would help us as we move forward?
0: Well, there's a great big guide, uh, you know, called the National Petroleum Council Study. And that that was a study that was done that had about 1,000 participants and a whole lot of people from both inside the energy industry and outside the energy industry called The Hard Truths of Energy and what it basically pointed to was the reality of the world and it and it had five recommendations for the united states government to uh which ranged all the way from moderating demand and efficiency and you know getting the american people on board with efficiency on the other side raising supply raising supply of not only oil and gas but of all these other fuels so there's a really good document that's exactly prepared for this purpose and uh, called the National Petroleum Council study and I recommend that every uh, read it.
1: Do you think that guide and perhaps some other actions by Congress and a variety of people consumers in the United States will eventually lead us to energy security in this country?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think you know, we're not we're not as insecure as we might think. We've got uh, all kinds of energy sources in the United States. I mean, you just have to start with our coal reserves. But we've got coal, we've got oil, we've got gas, we've got corn, we've got uh, lots of cellulose, we got we got uh, nuclear power, we have got lots of things in the United States, and we have a capability to do a lot more. And you know, one of the one of the issues that we have is, you know, we've put a lot of our of our uh, acreage in the United States off limits. You know, we've taken a choice to limit our ability to produce energy in the United States. We've also um, wasted a lot of energy, and we need to work hard on becoming much more energy efficient. So within the United States, by ourselves, we can become a lot more energy efficient and make ourselves even more energy secure. We can get a lot more, more diversity of products, of energy products, and make ourselves more energy secure. And frankly, we, on the on our sort of international side, we can we can get a bigger diversity of sources of international supply instead of you know throwing rocks at people. You know, we ought to be uh, engaging with uh, many of the countries in the world and and, and helping them uh, to open up their markets and, and develop trade and develop investment because all of these things can lead us to more energy security.
1: Very insightful comments. Thank you so much for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio.
0: Thank you. It's good to be here. Enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.